When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for tuning in to the Sports Ethos Nets podcast. This is your host, Cody Mallory. I am back after missing last episode. Thank you, Joe and Anthony, for holding it down. You can find me on Twitter at RealCodyMallory. Delightful, delighted to be joined by Anthony Dittmar on Twitter at AnthonyDittmar underscore and Joe Farrow on Twitter at the Joe Farrow. Guys, we got a mini little two-game winning streak going. We're coming down to the end of the season. How are you fellas doing? We won six out of our last seven. And if Spencer Jenner doesn't make a really lucky shot, we won seven games in a row since Kevin Durant whoa, came back. Whoa, 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 whoa. Spencer Dinwiddie whoa, whoa. slander. That is why I lucky? expect, Joe. You hear lucky? It was a lucky shot. It was like a very hard not shot. Not lucky. That's what Spencer does. He is clutch, but I'm not going to deny that. He's like not Joe Johnson, but he's going to be a tier below him in the clutch department. God so damn. Whoa, 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 My whoa, God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You did not just even put him in on the same planet as Joe Johnson. None of that. Anyone wise is close. Not close. You guys, no. you guys are the fucking worst. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're getting sidetracked on a shot that happens like five days ago. Yeah, this isn't what this podcast is about. My God. I, I, I haven't talked with Anthony since the Mavs game, though, because he wasn't on after and then I wasn't on the one after that. So I'm glad me and Anthony are on the same page with that uh Fraud Spencer Dinwiddie, but how yeah, you well, you know Joe? what? You guys, you guys are dropping like flies, and me and Spencer Dinwiddie are over here holding down the pod. No shit, he's got a point. He's got a point. Joe's been Mr. Reliable. He's Patty Mills in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> True. I would only be Patty Mills if I forgot how to make a jumper. <laughs> Jeez, the slander. Yeah, you want to slander Spencer Dinwiddie? I'll fi- I'll fucking direct it to everybody on our team. I'll find a way to slander Kevin Durant if I have to. Oh, wow. I challenge you. <laughs> yeah, I can't think uh, of anything. <laughs> that man is unreal. But we'll get into Kevin Durant and the Nets game tonight a little later in the episode. Anthony, unfortunately, the injury report's growing. Why don't you give us a quick rundown of it all? Okay, so we, all, we already knew Joe Harris is out for the season. Nothing really new with that. Ben Simmons had another setback. He has a herniated disc. Um, uh, Steve Nash did note that's like another setback. He had the epidural last week that we talked on last episode. 
So the signs are kind of going backwards more rather than forward. Sinesh Sosa is optimistic. Ben Simmons will play this season. I personally am getting less optimistic because you're throwing this guy into the fire with what, like maybe a game or two left into the playoffs. This guy, he hasn't played since what, like May or June of last year. That has me a little worried, but we will see on that. I'm Ben Simmons, I'm not the most uh, confident about. But we had Andre Drummond miss tonight's game with a non-COVID illness. It doesn't seem like anything that's going to hold him out for a long-term, we'd hope, because I know we saw with Claxton earlier this year, but let's just hope it's a one-game thing. At worst, he misses the game against Memphis Wednesday, and he plays Saturday against Miami, but we'll see. Um, Goran Dragic wins the game questionable with knee soreness. He ended up playing, so thank goodness we had Goran Dragic tonight because we needed everybody we could put on the court because we also had Seth Curry get injured in the game, the same ankle he had injured previously that he has been in and out of lineup saying he's going to feel it all season. So Seth Curry left the game. The floor was a little slippery. He tripped the Barclays center guys that are like cleaned the floor, almost hurt him and Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant had a fall too, but Kevin Durant was fine. Thank God. But Seth Curry did end up leaving with that same ankle sprint. He tried playing on it for like 30 seconds. Couldn't do it. Went into the locker room a minute before the half. Didn't They ruled him out at halftime. We'll get more from that, I guess, from Nash's press conference. that's going on right now slash maybe throughout the week. I don't think we'll see him Wednesday. Hopefully we'll see him Saturday. Let's see the severity because we know Joe Harris had the same kind of ankle issue. So hopefully it's not that kind of severity. And then we didn't have Sharper Duke tonight on G League assignments. Then obviously Kyrie Irving wasn't playing because of the vaccination thing. And yeah, that's pretty much the Nets. Very lengthy injury report. Oh, and LaMarcus. LaMarcus. To next week. That was what I missed. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, man. I can't, I can't blame you for missing Aldridge. There's just so many names now. I know. It was like how LaMarcus got injured. Like, that just kind of popped up. He just had a nowhere. And, like, he just came, and now he's been out for, what, almost, like, two weeks. and a half, three weeks? It's, Nash will be back next week. And usually when Nash is that confident, like, when he gets, like, he'll be back next week, he'll be back next week. It's not like we'll hope. Like, when you when Steve Nash uses, like, uh, adjectives, that's when I get nervous. But he wasn't. <laughs> I think we'll we'll see him. I don't know. Like with like we'll get into it after. But the way that Nick Claxton's playing right now, like there might not be a spot for Aldridge in the playoff rotation. Ooh, that's a little preview. A little uh, preview for later. That, that was one of my takes. But we'll also we'll also see. real quick. What the fuck is Ben Simmons doing that he got a hernia after not playing basketball? Still, well, he's had back issues his whole career. They said he was going to be out the whole bubble like that season. He was out for like months before the bubble started. Then the, we had a whole pandemic, if you didn't know. Oh, and then God. he ended up playing because of like, wait, there was a pandemic? <laughs> no. <laughs> when did, when did that happen? <laughs> yeah, oh, man, I missed a lot since we last fucking... recorded. Bro, I do not, I do not get it. This man just keeps getting hurt while not participating in basketball activities. Like, is Bro. he like in like a ping pong league on the side where like he's just fucking up his back more and more? Every single I, I day, Joe. I don't want to go there, but I mean, if I was engaged to Maya Jama, oh, as well, okay. I, I knew that was coming. I hopefully would have a herniated disc as well in my back. Oh god, <laughs> podcast guys. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, nah, but for oh, I don't know where he's going to be in the season. Honestly, like it's like we we're talking about before. Like he, has, like we're going to throw him in there two day, two games left in the regular season, and then he's going to what? Miraculously playing the playoffs. Like I don't. Well, I, I mean, if you not. if you bring him back with two games left, you give him like probably like just between 15 and 20 minutes in the first game and then just keep kind of like just increasing the load as you go through the playoffs, hopefully. But it'd be nice if like we had a cushion as like a top seed playing maybe like a Charlotte round one. You could kind of ease him into that because like you wouldn't need him to give you like crazy like production. But unfortunately the Nets are not in that situation. They really are not going to get a top appointment no matter who they play. 
if they get out of the play-ins, I should say. We hope they do. <laughs> yeah, it's I not mean, like something you could do like that, so we'll see. There's a chance that uh, Ben Simmons makes his debut in Philadelphia in the postseason. That would be cool. Uh, isn't it funny? They're freaking resting hard in Embiid. Like they've rested the Wolves tonight, and they ended up winning, actually. But they've Yeah, Tyrese Maxey carried him. They've been resting to avoid Brooklyn round one. Like They made that announcement after the Nets destroyed them in Philadelphia March 10th. And since then, like they've been like resting here and there. They don't want that two seed. I don't blame them. I think it's just funny because the whole the whole narrative around it. But like, imagine like playing Brooklyn versus like, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and everyone versus like a Charlotte or Toronto. Like, it's a big difference. Yeah. Sure. Well, this yeah. is a good segue for um the scoreboard watching, right, Cody? Yeah, man. I mean, before we go into that fully, like. Besides the injuries, which, I mean, that's a big thing, today was a very good day for the Brooklyn Nets. Obviously, they beat Utah in a game that was tough because, obviously, there's no Kyrie. Um, You lose Seth Curry early. And, I mean, Utah is a very good regular season team. (laughs) And, I mean, they had Gobert, Conley, Mitchell. Like, they had a majority of their guys. So Gobert stinks. Claxton owns him. True. I think I clamped him to be honest. Claxton yeah, was destroying Gobert tonight. He yeah, was out yeah. rebounding him. He dunked on him multiple times. Like it was. Claxton was the too. They were doubling Durant, and you knew they were going to like suffocate him. And Claxton kind of gave Durant the look, like lob it up to me. After the Nets like <laughs> a twenty point lead on like a nineteen to four run down the game, like Claxton wanted that ball and he scored, and he was like. He was with a chip on his shoulder. He looks like a man possessed since James Harden left the team. Yeah. Like I'm using that as a benchmark because a lot of guys have improved then with like increased like minutes. Um, not a crazy X, but yeah, okay. He's been well, there. you know, it's crazy. It's crazy how guys play better when the ball is actually hopping. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> I was watching the Philly game the other night when they lost. That ball was not hopping. Trust me. Oh, don't be hopping when he's on the floor. <laughs> I love how this joke has come full circle. <laughs> 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 That's the funniest part about it. Yeah. <laughs> it was honestly like going to this game. It wasn't like like I thought the Nets could win. You have Kevin Durant, I was thinking you could win, but like I never like I was never like going into this. I was like, kind of nervous because Utah's a good team. I saw this week we have Utah, Memphis, Miami. I was like, That's kind of a daunting schedule like for the week. And like the Nets yeah. came out really strong. They were playing really well the majority of this game. And like they ended pretty poorly, like almost starting the lead. But like other than that, they played really, really well. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah. Yeah, and the good before thing about we... good thing about real quick before like we keep going. Um even though we might lose Seth Curry for like a few games, we at least we have Kyrie Irving for the next two. And this is like two of probably our harder games remaining in the season with Memphis and Miami back to back. Well, not back to back, right? It's not back to back, is it? Wednesday but Saturday. I don't know. Yeah. Wednesday so Saturday. yeah. So but like those next two games, we will have Kyrie Irving for it. Will be Kyrie Irving's birthday on Wednesday, I believe, when he is able to play, turning thirty. I may be incorrect on the age, but he's gonna go crazy in that game. And if he, and if <laughs> anything, he's been going crazy the past couple games. But on his birthday, nonetheless, after not being able to play for a week, he's gonna come out with a vengeance, and he knows these games are important. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Kyrie turns um, thirty. Well, you're right. I mean, looking at the rest of the net schedule before we go into the standings and then more into the game tonight, Jazz, Grizzlies, Heat, and then that's those are probably the toughest games. But then they play the Bucks uh, the last day in March. And I would say that the Jazz and the Bucks games are the two that I had circled because they were at home. So there's no Kyrie. Like, obviously, um, Wednesday, they're in Memphis, so there's going to be Irving. And we already said Saturday, they're at Miami, so they'll have Irving and Durant. So, I mean, tonight's game I had circled, and I, as well as that Bucks game, because if you get those two, I mean, the rest of the schedule is fairly, I don't want to say easy, but you got the Rockets, you got the Hawks, you got the Knicks, the Pacers. So, I mean, the schedule's fairly generous. The Hornets, the Pistons. So, like, tonight was a big win, in my opinion. In addition to them winning tonight, um, you had LeBron James and the ghost of the Los Angeles Lakers <laughs> beating the Cleveland Cavaliers in That's Cleveland, which, I mean, should be a shock because Cleveland's been pretty good this year and the Lakers are horrible. But you had to figure LeBron going back to Cleveland, the man is going to go off, and he did. Thank you oh, very LeBron, much. LeBron, for- I was watching that game on the side. LeBron, like that game was a literal layup line for LeBron the entire night. Correct. <laughs> he was doing he was doing whatever he wanted. I think he had like 37, 11, and 12. It was ridiculous. He put on an absolute show. Dude, Cleveland's That's been crazy. really bad lately. Like they've been really yeah. bad. Well, Jared Allen seems to be the glue for that team. Like ever since Jared Allen went down, they have not looked the same. And I mean, obviously, all star player. So losing him is definitely going to hurt. But like they, they really have been sliding ever since the Jared Allen injury. And they said he's not getting surgery. He's gonna, he's gonna hopefully come back before the season's over. So that's a, that's gonna be big for them getting him back. But hopefully, they slide a little bit more before, 
<laughs> before before he comes back. That's yeah. what pulled it in on him. That's all I'm saying. And right then, now. in addition to the Cavs losing, you had the Bulls just pretty much blowing out the Raptors. So, the Nets tonight, when the Nets probably had the toughest game hosting Utah without Kyrie Irving, were able to pick up a game both on the Raptors and the Cavs. And for the standings, they are now three games back of Cleveland and only two games back of Toronto. And the Nets have 10 games left. So, I mean, they're going to probably have to go eight and two, maybe seven and three, if they want to have a chance at the sixth seed. But I just read you most of the games left on the schedule. It's definitely doable. I mean, the Mm. Nets still have to take care of business, but I'm not really scared by Charlotte. I'm not scared by Detroit, the Hawks, the Rockets, the Knicks, the Cavs, and the Pacers. So, like, those are all very winnable games. And when you have Kevin Durant, I don't really care who you're playing against. You have a very good chance of winning the game. So, don't give up on that sixth seed. I know the knock all you is like, oh, the Nets have these guys, and they're going to be in the playing tournament. I would just say pump the brakes. I don't, I'm not too sold on the Raptors. I'm not too sold on the Cavs for hanging on to that six seed. Charlotte is one game behind us, though. Do make a note of that. So that we're playing True. Charlotte this week. That's be a huge game. Yeah, uh, guys, yes. we have a little bit of breaking news. Um, Joe Harris underwent successful ankle surgery today. Um, the procedure was performed by Dr. Robert Anderson in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So everybody who says Joe Harris is scared to go back to Wisconsin, uh, that doesn't seem to be the case. <laughs> he, went, he went and he got his ankle surgery there. So they said they expect him to be ready by camp of next year. I don't, maybe they're expecting him to be ready for another team, but I don't know about that. <laughs> but, yeah, so Joe Harris underwent his second ankle operation today. Best wishes to Joe. 100%. Nothing but the best for Joe Harris. Love that guy. Even though he won't be playing for us next year. I don't know about that, but we'll deal with that at another date. Um, (laughs) It's a little premature, in my opinion, Joe. Nope. But, well, um, you guys want to dive into the game tonight? Yes. Yes. Um, so obviously the Nets defeated the Utah Jazz 114 to 106. Um, they really blew it open in that third quarter. Um, by they, I mean Kevin Durant obviously <laughs> finished with 30, 37, 9, and 8. Um, he led the Nets in points, he led the Nets in rebounds, he led the Nets in assists. Um, he played 38 minutes. The guy does everything, he's absolutely insane. What else you guys want to talk about with this game? Um, um, yeah, I think the biggest story of the game was Blake Griffin. He he came in on short notice. Drummond was ruled out like a few hours before the game. Came in. He hasn't played in like a month, and he was just doing everything. Him and Patty Mills were killing it together when they were on the floor. Blue collar boy connection, just tearing it up. And maybe that maybe that's why Patty hasn't played that well because he hasn't had Blake Griffin next to him. But Blake Griffin, he was phenomenal tonight, was doing just everything all over the place, diving for loose balls, everything that he usually does. He looked very good. He knocked down a uh, – I saw – I don't know if it was more, but I saw he knocked down a three tonight. But he was – he really did look good. And it's just the Nets have talent everywhere. It's like you can plug and play almost anybody along – well, and it definitely helps when you're alongside Kevin Durant. But you can plug and play almost everybody <laughs> on this team. and. 
it just works. They have so much talent all around, but Blake Griffin, phenomenal game tonight. Yeah, real quick before you uh, go, Anthony. Um, Steve Nash, I'm looking at Chris Milholland's Twitter of Nets Daily. Uh, Steve Nash gave Blake Griffin a shout-out for his performance. He said, I thought Blake was outstanding tonight. And Blake would go on to say, I just stay ready, and I'm ready for when my number is called. That's what you want to hear from a vet. Yeah, good for him, man. Balled out. Yeah, um, for this game, I kind of noticed, like, obviously, Bruce Brown still played really well. Nick Claxton, it's really tough to keep those guys, like we said, next year, but hopefully they could. Nick Claxton is really solidifying a role for this team. Like, he's been stepping up his post game. He can kind of just, like, score in the post now. He's playing great yeah, on defense. Nowhere. That. Lob threat, like, always. Like, like it was insane. Like, Kevin Durant's, like, visions today, like, uh, vision on the court was insane as well. I know Kessler Edwards has kind of looked better since his mini slump after his hot start. He's been like playing a little better. Cam Thomas, I think Patty Mills struggled a little bit and Drogic as well. But the Nets got enough like offensive firepower from Kevin Durant, that little run of the third quarter to keep him going and staying afloat the rest of that game. Like honestly, the Nets looked really good. They needed some more quality wins. They got a lot of like bottom basement dweller wins this year. Like those past like two weeks, they've been starting to pick up some good wins against like, Sixers, against some other good teams. They got to start stacking up these nice wins. You were talking about the easy schedule to end the year. They kind of have to finish like eight and two. Like those, the, we mentioned the easy games, but there's still three hard games left in Miami, Memphis, and Milwaukee. I see if you go two and one in those games and handle your business, the bad games, you can realistically catch that six seed. But those two games, those like, I think we play those teams like three of our next four. Go two and one against those teams with two of them. I think the Milwaukee game might be at home, but the other two you have are on the road. You have Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Go sweep the week. Like, they're, they've been hot. Like, six out of seven wins. Like, it's, they looked really good tonight. And this is against an elite team. They didn't have Boyan Bogdanovich. But other than that, they had their two stars, Gobert and Mitchell. And the Nets kind of – they were teetering in the first half, but they ended that half pretty well and then picked it up in the third and really didn't look back for most of the game. How late – how late in the year – like, how many more games until the Milwaukee game? I think it's like we have the – so we have Miami-Memphis – this week, I know there's a. I think we play Charlotte in between, and then it's looking right now. Yeah, so they got when Wednesday's the Grizzlies, Saturday's the Heat, Sunday are the Hornets. So it's gonna be a back to back, and the Hornets game is in Brooklyn, which kind of sucks. Then they play the Pistons on Tuesday and the Bucks on Thursday. Yeah. So there's five more games after that. I, w- I was thinking, I don't know if Milwaukee would be resting some of their guys going into the playoffs if it was like the second, like the third to last game of the year or whatever. But I mean, probably no, they're, they're all fighting for seeding too, so I don't know. I don't know what teams prefer because, like, obviously, I think a lot of teams may be trying to avoid Brooklyn. It's kind of tough though because, like, you don't know where these te- like the, the the teams in the play-in are so close. You don't know who's going to win the play-in, so it's not like yeah. you know for sure you're playing a team. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, right. if you're if you're a, any team in the East right now, you probably want to be in the four-five matchup because if the Nets end up at six, seven, or eight, you do not want to face them round one. So the four five is like an ideal spot for anybody in the East right now. Yeah, yeah. It's high against that, those teams. Jeez, how about Boston yeah. moving all the way to forty five and twenty eight? They're only two and a half back of the one seed, and they were they were down there for a majority of the season. They are yeah. red hot right now. They're nineteen and lost twenty two. Yeah, well, yeah. like they they were the seven when we were the one. Like they, they right. were like completely flipped positions this year. So credit to Boston yeah, they were for sure. I, I guess all it took well, was telling. Uh, oh no, never mind. 
Wait, was Kemba there this year, or am I tweaking? He was there last I was gonna, weekend. I was going to make a little Utah, UConn dig, but I think UConn's broke Cody's heart enough this week. <laughs> Whatever, man. Cody, you made a believer out of me. I made, I had them going to the Sweet 16, and they sold on me. So thanks. <laughs> Seen on Rutgers so much better, but see, I had Rutgers. I had Rutgers going all the way, and then getting smoked by Duke. <laughs> and hey, they didn't even win the playing game. I'll give a little shout out to St. Peter's University in Jersey City. Hell yeah! Give a little shout out to Jersey and a lot of New Jersey Nets fans, <laughs> and Brooklyn Nets fans. Shout out Jersey, really small school, the MAAC conference. They're the Sweet Sixteen playing against Purdue. They beat Kentucky and they beat Murray State. Yeah, it's going to be rough against Purdue though. Purdue is tough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Purdue is big enough. Like once you're in the second weekend, at least you get some recognition. Yeah, I know. That man, Paul Eder, is going to be pulling up at all the St. Peter's parties, yeah. getting, sloshed, <laughs> getting sloshed all week, getting his mustache touched by all the women on campus. And now, and he's going to be he's going to be on an all-time high, and they're going to shit the bet against Purdue, I bet. Their campus was going to be high school. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. But yeah. oh, Anything else in this game you guys want to talk about? Or I got a couple more quotes. Um... Steve Nash said he didn't have an update on Seth Curry's left ankle sprain. Surprise, surprise. He said the team will know more tomorrow. Nash added Curry didn't see two down at halftime when he spoke to him, and that Curry felt optimistic that it's not too bad. So expect him to only be out for four months, not six. Um, I mean, besides that, Kevin Durant and Bruce Brown were talking about trash talking. That was funny. That was Which really Kevin funny. Durant once again did the "You're Too Small" celebration tonight um, that he did against Evan Fournier. I believe today it was against Royce O'Neal. It was correct after he bodied him in the post, faded away, and obviously cashed it. Um, and man, Roy- Royce is a good defender. KD didn't need to do that, <laughs> <laughs> bro. KD is like, and and even nice. Bruce. Even Bruce said, he's like, I don't know why in the world anybody would try to trash talk KD. Like, don't add more fuel to the fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bruce found an opponent's trash talking Kevin Durant. Don't talk to him. I don't know why people talk to him. Do not get him going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the, did you see the other quote from Kevin Durant today? Like, earlier in the uh, day? No, I didn't. Oh. What was he was, he was, it was actually really nice. He was talking about, like, how, yeah, obviously this year they want to win. But he was talking about like they want to he wants to build a foundation here and like with this core and they could win for years to come. So he's pretty much saying like he wants to be here long term, which obviously he already signed that extension. You never know until his NBA when guys want out and stuff. So just hearing him right. say that I leads me to believe I think him and Kyrie Irving. I know there's people speculating about him. I think they'll both be here long term. So that's kind of a nice thing to see to see because there was a lot of uncertainty midseason this year when they're losing Harden. I don't know how to affect the other guys. So he did pretty much say like they want to build a core here and he likes what they have with the young guys, the vets, the culture. And I think, I think Kevin Durant's going to play like, this whole extension to the Nets and maybe finish his career. I don't know like, if he plays his final seasons with us. But I think the rest of his prime is to be the Brooklyn Nets. That's like a really nice thing to hear. Like the, like, the best player in the world just wants to play for the Nets. I yeah. agree 100%. So. <clears throat> uh, one KD. More I said KD will be remembered as a Brooklyn Net by the time his career is over, and that is a great feeling. <laughs> well, we'll see. Okay. Yeah, championships, MVPs elsewhere. It's okay. He's going to win championships and MVPs here too. That's true. Hopefully. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. And uh, 
one thing that we didn't mention with Kevin Durant, he passed Jerry West for 22nd all-time in NBA career points. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's – Kevin Durant is, I think, top three scorers in NBA history. Obviously, he had those, that two-year period where he didn't play because of the Achilles. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's had some injuries throughout his next tenure, his last two years when he did play. But, I mean, that's still a great accomplishment for any player, top 22 now. And I think he's going to keep climbing in Brooklyn, which, like you guys said, so – Shout out to KD. I mean, he doesn't need it. Everyone already knows how talented he is, and it's just amazing to watch him playing in that uniform every day. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, by the way, speaking of uh, uh, like climbing up scoring leaders, LeBron James, uh, they they found out that um, if he just averages 20 points over his next 72 games, so by the end of next season, LeBron's probably going to be the all-time leading scorer in NBA history, passing Kareem. Jesus. I know. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Insane. Crazy. It's like, it, we're, it's so crazy that we're living in this era to see like the best basketball that's probably ever been on display. So it's awesome. And what's craziest about it is like these players are getting older and they're not slowing down. Like when, <laughs> yeah. I feel like when we were younger, you'd be like, oh, an NBA player got to like 32 and they like, go, oh, his career is over. Yeah, now you got LeBron's what, like 37. I'm pretty sure KD's like 33, 34. K- KD's 33, LeBron is 37, Steph Curry is 34. Right. Like, all these guys, like, they're all getting to mid 30s and they're still the best players in the league. Like, yeah, everyone's insane. James Harden. Just kidding. Yeah. James, Hart- James Harden <laughs> hit 32 and dec- or whatever age he is and decided he doesn't know how to play basketball anymore. Same with Russ, but, to be honest, too. But yeah, only for true. Yeah, Russ. There's, there's a few. Is this just me or like I feel like it's crazy that Kevin Durant is younger than Steph Curry? No, yeah, I was t- having this conversation with my brother earlier. Actually, he goes, he goes, Steph Curry. You, you know, Steph Curry's only three years younger than LeBron. I was like, what? <laughs> I know. It's like I that's know. actually crazy to think about. The fact that KD's a year younger than Curry like blows my mind. Like I know, I know. it's true, obviously, but it's like well, I feel like KD's been around forever. Like but Steph was yeah. a new guy in college, yeah. and KD was a one and done. Yeah, but still, like, it's crazy to think about. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> I just want to give Katie's quote on becoming 22nd all time. He said, it's an honor. He's just a legend in the game. Talking about Jerry West, a legend in our sport and it's, and is almost the godfather of our sport. Good to see him still back around the game, but it's even better to pass him because next time I see him, I'm going to give him some shit about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So there's KD back on that trash talking. Which, I love it. It's so much fun. Trash talk. He's, he's got no victims. He's attacking fans that are telling him to take over the game, which, by the way, he got fined for. <laughs> and he's yeah. attacking NBA legends. Like, it's just Kevin Durant's on a mission. And when he's on a mission, good freaking luck. I can't wait until, like, when KD is all said and done, where, like, they go into, like, the best, like, on-court stories of, like, people talking about Kevin Durant. Like, I just can't wait to hear that stuff. <laughs> like, that would be hilarious. Like, there, KD has a chance to go down as, like, probably top five greatest trash talker of all time on the court. Because, like, Kevin Garnett is obviously going to hold the number one spot for, like, ever. <laughs> but, like. Yeah. But Kevin Durant has a chance to be up there because he's in, like, the middle area right now where, like, 
where like you're allowed to trash talk, but like you re- really can't do as much as KG used to do, or you'll get like a double tech and you'll be gone from the game in five minutes. <laughs> so, so yeah, like KD, KD's in a good spot. I feel like he might he might have a case for top three best trash talker ever by the time his career is over. For sure. <laughs> Definitely, like uh, like Draymond Green said at one point, I was like, "What do you say yeah. back to him? He's Kevin Durant." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, let's move on to all right. Before we do that, anything else you guys want to talk about this game? I think I'm pretty much good on it. Yeah, no, we're good. We're good. All right. So Wednesday in Memphis, Memphis punked the Nets the last time they played in Brooklyn. Like they. Blew them out of the gym, embarrassed them, punched them in the mouth. Um, like it was bad. They got obliterated. Like it wasn't even close at all. Wasn't that uh, so, like in the midst of our like giant losing streak, or was that like the start of it or something? Like I that? think it was the beginning of it. I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm pretty sure Durant played that game, however. Yeah, but like he cut himself short. Like he came out early. <laughs> he was like, Yeah. Yeah. It was – I actually just clicked on the game right away. I got lucky. It was January 3rd. Um, the Nets lost 118-104. to 104. I hope that's Nets the right game. game. No, 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 no. Yeah, that is the right game because we were down like – you were down like 30, and like we had all like the two ways on the rookies the going around. The bench came back, yeah. Yeah. Dude, so, yeah, I mean, Memphis, Durant. Oh. Sorry. Memphis has won – the Nets have beat Memphis since January 4th of 2019. So the Nets have beat Memphis in three three plus years. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Man. I mean, James Harden and Kevin Durant played that game. But they didn't get that 7-11 combo, which they'll get on Wednesday. So, Joe, who's winning that game? Pressure's on. Anthony and I aren't that far behind you, right? Like four or five games, six games? I can play defense. You guys are five games behind me. Um, but I will. You take can't play defense when you got to pick first. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Uh, I'll take. I'll take a win because we're right. ending that three-year losing streak to Memphis. Anthony, I think you tied. You tied me, so uh, I think you got the tiebreaker, right? So you got to pick before me. <laughs> what do you mean? How does he have a tiebreaker? There's no. T just wants me to go first. <laughs> you were ahead. You were ahead, so you pick first. <laughs> Fine. Um, I honestly think I think the Nets are going to win but just for the sake of trying to catch Joe I'm going to take a loss I'm also on the same wavelength I'm doing the same thing you guys are wild (laughs) I do do think I do hope the Nets win I'm not going to say a thing I I think the Nets are going to win I think they're going to try to I think they're going to come in like they came into Philly I don't think to that intensity but I really think they're going to try to prove a point again because they know they got to get every game. I mean, they're playing with a playoff level intensity. Obviously, they against Philly. They proved that point. Um, this is another big game. This is The Grizzlies are one of the best teams in the league. They embarrassed the Nets the last time they played. Um, and they're trying to get out of that play. And so I really think the Nets are going to come out, be locked in. Uh, we'll see if we get Drummond back. Hopefully, we'll see if Curry's able to suit up. But it's definitely going to be a fun game. I think it's going to be close regardless, but we'll see what happens. Um, anything else we missed or we got to talk about? I think we had everything. I think, I think that's everything, yeah. 
So is this the first episode in a while we haven't mentioned the vaccine mandate? Any news on that that I missed while I've been slammed with work or not really? Like I uh, think Adam's, Adam's we don't baseball season to help us. Once baseball gets a little close, there'll be some pressure. April seventh is opening day for the Yankees and Mets. I'm hoping like as we get closer to that, we'll hear stuff. At least we'll have to worry about the Nets don't play a home game until next Sunday. So at least they're like a week where it doesn't affect us. So maybe Sometime next week, we'll start hearing more stuff. All right, yeah, hopefully. We're getting near the end, guys. Like, there's not – there's only 10 games left. Last game of the season is April 10th, which you look at the calendar, it's only like two or three weeks. So, we're getting there. We're getting to the playoff time, the time when the season resets and the Nets are actually – Hopefully the Nets. Hopefully. Yeah, the Nets have been looking like the Nets over the last seven games. We'll, we'll take that after that giant losing streak. So hopefully we continue the same. This is the, this is the time of year when you want to look like your best self. So yeah, keep pushing. We'll keep pushing too. Keep pushing. Yeah, keep pushing. That's that six seed. I'm telling you, I think it's gonna happen. I don't. Cavs, Cavs, and you don't think so? You think they're going to be what eight, seven? I, I think I think we're going to be I think we're going to be the eight, honestly. Eight, okay. I, 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 think, I do think I do think when when we beat Cleveland, that puts them into the seven. I think that's what's going to happen, and I think we're going to Cleveland for our playing game. That's best case scenario, unless there's a vaccine mandate change. Then obviously playing at home is the best scenario if we're in the play-in. Yeah, but yes. think, like the worst case is playing at Toronto. There's no chance. Of us having Kyrie for that, like just not happening. Right. Well, we'll see. Like honestly, I'm it's pretty a lot sure of- Canada, Canada lacks their requirements, but you still have to be vaccinated, or Kyrie would still have to be vaccinated. But they are starting to ease some of the mandates, but not one that will affect Kyrie yet. So oh, that is something to keep an eye on. Maybe New York City went over that one, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Adams and Trudeau are tag teaming the hell out of Kyrie right now. <laughs> Bro, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if they do some bullshit where they let outdoor venues not require it, like Yankees or Mets players, I'm going to be so pissed. But I will say this, though, since we're getting close into the season, if they don't get it for this opening day thing, that's probably the last chance we're going to have at the Kyrie playing. Yeah. Like, Agreed. I know we've had a lot of ups and downs and, like, rule changes and like a bunch of stuff. But I think that April 7th deadline is really going to be telling that that's like the final verdict of the playoff start play and tourney. Like it's going to come down to that. Yeah. We'll see what happens, but um, I think this is a good spot to end. So thank you for tuning into the sports ethos nets podcast with Anthony, Joe and Cody, as always, please like subscribe, comment, etc. We have noticed an uptick in downloads recently. So thank you to anyone who's been listening. Please subscribe. Keep coming back. We typically record after every game. So be on the lookout and let's go Nets. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. 
To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.